Did I get parent trapped? Do I have a long lost sister you never told me about? Because I am having the best day ever. Diane and I signed up for this cool ranger challenge and we made it to the beautiful land of Truffletown. I discovered the magical power of mud and Coconut ate a salad and liked it. Granted, he had like 10 chocolate bars at Willy Wormples before that, but still. Beaver. After practicing our berry scavenging skills, I know we're gonna win this competition. Right, Seely? Or, or. Cuddle bunch, assemble! Put on your war paint! Or, or. Yeah. Ah. Gotta go, Dad. And we are back, friends. Hello. Hello. <gasps> She's still here, everybody. She's still oh here. Oh my gosh, we're so lucky. Oh my gosh. It worked. <laughs> this is how it. Ha this is what a guest feels like. <laughs> it worked. We are here on the morning of the Kanoko Junior Ranger Challenge. Diane Pearl, how you feeling? I feel great. I'm so ready. Me too. And then um, Pearl just begins to like start packing a backpack. If anybody's ever seen um, the Portlandia sketch, gotta get the gear. It's like that. <laughs> like Pearl has been up an hour already packing like check, check, straps on, check, check, waterproof, yes, and this, and uh-huh, all those berries, and check, 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 Seely, check. Order, order, order. What about your flipper? Order, order. Oh yeah, you always take that, check. And Diane's just like looking over like, wow, like this person is really, really prepared, but she's actually just like stuffing like trash and oh, stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn, check. Pillowcase, why not? <laughs> Random stuff from the room. <laughs> Luca is feeling very ready as well. He's like, oh my pores, oh my gosh. That mud, that mud mask really did some good work. You're glowing. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm glowing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I feel ready. I'm just going to drop off these postcards um, for my dad, but then I think we're good to go. Okay, perfect. Cool. Awesome. You drop off your postcards at the front desk of the Pokemon Center. Easy of peasy. Of course. And you all make your way to the northwestern side of town. How are you feeling, Diane? Are you nervous? Nope. Love it. I've been doing this my whole life. What about you? You know, honestly, we're going to be such a great team. I'm not nervous. Great. I'm so excited to hear that. <laughs> Man, the confidence of children. <laughs> Gosh darn it. I miss it some days. <laughs> How do you feel? Strong and brave. All right. <laughs> I have no fear in my body at all. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> so you all go to the northwestern side of town, not far from the Bolette Bridge, where you all encountered each other for the first time yesterday. What feels like a lifetime ago now. Mm, Backtracking. <laughs> Pearl points out the tree. Oh, wow. This is where we first met. It will be forever consecrated as a holy site. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so you all go a little further and you follow the signs that are advertising the Kanoko Junior Ranger competition. And you get to an area not far from the bridge. Uh, there's not really one specific, quote, wooded area on the outskirts of town or anything uh, on any particular side. It's The whole town is just sort of in a fairly wooded area, and it's just plopped in the middle there. So anywhere you go out from the middle of town, you're going to run into some trees and stuff. But the meeting place is up near the bridge. And you see that there is a small crowd of trainers that are gathered around. Some are paired up and some are not. And you see a couple of familiar faces. 
you see the two young boys who were at the sign-up sheet yesterday. Uh, they're just kind of like wrestling with each other right now. <laughs> And they don't seem to really be paying attention to much else that's going on right now. It's like one of those where it looks like they just got bored and now this is happening. <laughs> but you see them. You see Anderson and Kinsley from the bridge, actually. Hi, guys. Well, hey, what's going on? And you also see th th there's a bunch of pairs around. Describe one of these pairs to me. Each of you uh, take one person and describe two parts of this pair. These are not people who are familiar to you. It's just it's just an interesting duo that you okay, see in the crowd. Okay. Diane looks over to the right and she sees like this like super grungy like kids. They're probably like 12, just a little bit older than Pearl and Diane. Uh -huh. So, of course, they're super jealous cuz they're like, "Ah, oh, I want to be 12." Me too. That kid has braids in their hair and it's wearing long and there's a ponytail. How can you do three things at the same time? I don't know. It's amazing. And they have like way too much eye makeup yeah. on. Yeah. All in dark clothes. And Diane kind of wonders what they're doing there. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it just me or do they seem a little too cool for this? Yeah, they seem a little out of place. Maybe they thought that this was like a rave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have really cool bracelets too. And man, they tied a flannel around their waist. Gosh. Wow, I wish I was that cool. All I have is mud. Mud's cool, too. I was gonna say, I do like the mud a lot. Thanks, Pearl. <laughs> Anytime. What is one Pokemon that each of them has out right now? This hot topic duo, I'm gonna call them. <laughs> I think Diane notices that one of them has a Grimer, and the other one has a... <laughs> the other one has a Skitty. <gasps> nice. You know, if I think about that for just a second, it makes perfect sense. Exactly. That's exactly. really good. That's really good. Because I used to be that goth, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right, so that's that's one of the duos that you've established here. Uh, Sierra, what's another duo? <laughs> okay, two very nice, round people <laughs> that look like they belong in the chocolate factory because they have a hint of orange, but they have little um, hats that have the spinner uh, oh on top gosh. and suspenders and they have their arms linked and linked elbow to elbow and they walk in the same time and they have rosy cheeks <laughs> some may say tweedledee and tweedledum but i would say schmeedlefee and condlefum <laughs> really really strong really strong things thanks happen, guys right? Love it. thanks warming up still that old noggin tweedledee and tweedledum beetlebee and beetlebum Love that. That's good. That's yeah. good. Let's go with that one. Let's go with that. <laughs> and they have big bees on their shirt. What kind of Pokemon do they have? Ooh. Sorry to take your role. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm the DM now. Um, again. It's happening again. <laughs> one has a Jigglypuff and one has an Emolga. Emogla? It just looks like a flying squirrel. Look at him. That's cute. I need 15. <laughs> <laughs> Beetle D and Beetle Bum. <laughs> <laughs> One's a little more proactive than the other. I love it. <laughs> Do they speak in rhyme? Oh, I hope so, DM. <laughs> I hope so. Survey says probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So we've got these super grungy kids. We've got these kids who look like they come from the chocolate factory. And there are a few other sort of teams just milling about. It's not, it's not a huge crowd, but there are enough where it is a crowd. To Pearl, it's huge. Wow, look at all these people. Oh my gosh, we're swimming in a sea. You also see people who are 
hanging out by themselves. You gather that these are more of the people, like Luca, who just signed up and are figuring they'll get paired up with somebody in the moment. The easy breezies. And you see the familiar blonde spiked hair <laughs> and prep school uniform of Shane. Okay, Pearl knows he's going to be here. So she just says, hey, um, Diane, yeah, can you hold this for a second? And she whips out a boombox. Uh, yeah, okay. And she hits play, and it's just like a fierce Beyonce bop, okay? <laughs> and she just goes, Coconut, cue the fan. And Coconut has a small little hand fan um, and, like, is in front, rolling in front of her with the fan. And then she goes, three, two, one, go. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, hey, Shane. And she flips her hair wildly. He just turns around with his goomy on his shoulder, and he's like, Oh, hey, Pearl, good to see you. I uh, didn't know you'd be over here. I figured you, well, I honestly didn't think about what you were doing. What's up? <laughs> wow. Her sure, face gets sour like a lemon. <laughs> oh, no, it's cool. It's totally cool. I just wanted you to know that my I'm here, and um, since last I saw you, I faced an exploding machine. So, yeah. Cool. The tape like stops and Diane's like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. I just got to flip it. Diane, hit it again. <laughs> She's like fumbling with the buttons and she presses rewind like six times. And then she finally figures it out. And she's like, okay, we're good. <laughs> the rewind sound was good. It sounded intimidating. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and she flips her hair again. <clears throat> so I just want you to know, Shane, buckle up for some pain. Shane pain. Yeah, all right. Sorry you uh, got blown up or whatever. Oh, no, uh, no. It was cool. It was a cool thing that got blown up. Right, yeah. I'm totally. I'm just going to go uh, stand over here. <laughs> Perfect. And she, like, gives Coconut a high five. We did it. Totally intimidated. Thanks, Diane. Yeah, no problem. Just glad to help. Um, Who's that guy? Oh, he's just, like, a smug trainer who loves to, like, make like his presence known everywhere and thinks he's just the best and he has great teeth and he just gets under my skin. What was that thing about the teeth? They're really clean. Kind of a weird thing to put in there, but that's like, all right. Like he has this smile that when he, when he smiles, he just goes, because they're so shiny. Oh, I hate that. Thank you. I knew you would get it. I knew you would get it. So anyway. You look across the way and you see that he's talking with some people and he just happens to flash a smile and you catch like a ding out of your peripherals and you're like, ah, ah I hate it. Ah, she's right. <laughs> you know, sometimes people just like come off as a little too like perfect. Does that make sense? Like, just be real with me, bro. Treat me like an equal. I have respect for you. Where's my respect? Diane's just like staring at her like with wide eyes. Like <laughs> she's really intense about this. <laughs> All the feels. Luca gets it too. Yeah, there's just something that I don't like. And you all look over again, and some of the younger trainers are like fawning over this little Goomy that's hanging out on his shoulder. Okay, the, the Goomy's pretty cute. It's not his fault. Disgusting. You can tell he's never shopped in the clearance aisle. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys are having that conversation, uh, among the chatter, a figure steps up onto the stage. It's a tall, handsome, rangerly man, muscular with a well-sculpted beard. Mm. Diane, you recognize this man. Oh, yes. Diane is drooling. <gasps> she has stars in her eyes. This is the man referred to among the rangers. Well, you see, um, his thing is he, he, he came into the Kanoko rangers when your uncle, Camper Dave, was on his way out. This guy's referred to as New Dave. 
<laughs> That's so cool. He walks up onto the stage and there's this big tang growth, this lumbering mass of vines following behind him. Score. He walks up and he addresses the crowd and everybody just goes quiet as he says, Hello, my name's David Parker, Park Ranger. I love you! <laughs> Woo! Pearl just like, you know, immediately supports this like, You're cool, dude! Get psyched! I hope you all are ready for the Kanoko Junior Ranger competition. Woo! Once again, I'm David Parker, Park Ranger. Can Pearl shoot a t-shirt at him? Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> I am the guest. I get what I want. <laughs> um, but you get to load the t-shirt. What t-shirt oh, is it? Yeah, <gasps> what, what t-shirt do you pull out of her bag? Wow. I just imagine that it's a Kanoko Pokemon Park Reserve shirt. Totally. And it just has Diane's handprint that's just mud like, on the front with a little heart drawn in mud next to it. It's like right <laughs> on the belly. That is genius. Pearl shoots the cannon. We love you! He catches it with one hand, seeing it coming from the back of the crowd, and he says, Cool, thanks. Thanks, Diane. Good good to see you. She faints. <laughs> Pearl catches. <laughs> he hands the shirt to the Tang Growth, who just absorbs it into the mass of vines. It just sort of gets eaten up into whatever this mass of plant matter is. <gasps> I am honored. So before we all get started, I hope you all are... Ready, you got a good night's rest, and you're prepared for some tough competition. Now, there are some of you who uh, did not sign up as a duo. You came here as singles looking for a partner. Don't worry, we're going to get you all paired up. And he goes through and pairs up some of the people. And Luca does get paired up with Shane. Luca, no! I regret everything already. Every single thing. Shane looks from across the way, he's like, Oh, you, yeah, I'd, I'd kind of forgotten that you were there. Uh, looking forward to working with you. Who? Pearl screams at him. You are unworthy. Diane just like walks up to Luca and is like, I'm sorry for your loss. Give me your hands. He just accepts this. <laughs> Diane just like puts a wad of mud in his hands. <laughs> this is love mud. This is for you. I love needed mud. that. <laughs> hey, Luca. What's up? I want you to still do your best, you know, but um, just know at the end of all of this, we'll still be your friends. That means a lot. I'm glad that despite the fact that I'm working with the enemy now, that you'll still care for me when this is all over. And I I will not tank this, even for him. And he just stares for too long. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but also, if I do trash talk you during battle, you know where it's coming from. I respect it. Okay. I do. Okay. I'm going to walk over to my partner now. God, don't ever say that again. <laughs> Love, Mud. As Luca makes his way over to where Shane is, David Parker Park Ranger says out, All right, so I hope you all are ready for some fierce competition amongst yourselves. I, I can only assume that it's going to be fierce because you all look like very driven wannabe junior rangers. We're ready! We love you! As you know, if you signed up for this competition, obviously you know all about the park rangers and what we're about, but... I'm just going to reiterate that it's all about teamwork here. It's about the two of you and your Pokemon all working together. Now, you've all got teams of at most three Pokemon that you're using each, so things don't get too out of hand that you can use in whatever capacity in the various events and challenges we will be having today. So, with that in mind, who else ready for the first competition? You know it, David! I like to imagine that, like, there are some cheers, but Pearl and Diane are obviously just so hyped. Get lit, get wrecked! He says, Jungle Jim, follow me! And the <gasps> Tang Growth, like, comes <gasps> after him as they go Ooh, off of the great stage. Name. Diane, do we need, like, a team name? 
Hmm. Well, I don't care for the Girl Scout. Oh, yeah. How about... Oh, oh, we could be our own kind of scouts. How about just the scouts? I like it. All-inclusive. The scouts. I love it. Woo! Let's make another badge. You all follow the dreamy David Parker Park Ranger over to the edge of the woods where there's another sort of gathering area set up. I like to imagine we get as close as we can and Pearl goes, wow, he smells like baked apples and cinnamon. I love him. <laughs> you also catch like a faint whiff of cedar from him and oh, from just wow. from his rangerly musk. <laughs> Whenever the scent like brushes Diane's face, she just starts crying just silently. <laughs> I think that her love for uh, for new Dave. Oh yeah. Definitely gets under uh, her uncle Caper Dave's skin. It's like Absolutely. It's like, well, who needs new Dave? That's awesome. <laughs> but she's just completely like, "Oh, <laughs> exactly. Regardless of the fact that it's like, come on, he's not hes not even that great. Uncle Dave will always be the best Dave, but new Dave is a close second. <laughs> <laughs> As you all are gathered in this next area, David Parker Park Ranger pulls a Pokeball off of his belt and lets a Pokemon out in front of him. You see a Spoink come out, this little oh pig gosh. that's bouncing on his little tail. I love him. <laughs> that's just Megan saying that. Cute. <laughs> and he says... All right, Junior Rangers, my buddy Spring Rider here is very hungry. <laughs> He's hungry for berries. So I need you all to gather some berries for Spring Rider. Oh, we're really good at that. He's a hungry little guy. Spring! <laughs> Spring! <laughs> Just keeps bouncing, bouncing. So, how this is going to work is you all are going to have to track down a bunch of berries. Whoever comes back with the most berries that are the most pleasing to Spring Rider the top five teams are going to pass on to the next competition. Okay. Diane looks around and she's like, there are six. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are other teams as well, <laughs> in addition to the ones that I bothered to really come up with like a thing for, or have you come up with a thing for. But that's beside the point. There's probably like 10 teams okay, total. Okay, okay, cool, total. cool. It's just the other ones. I don't know. They're probably going to get cut after this first competition. I, I love don't it. Know. <laughs> and Pearl with her bad math mind goes, oh my gosh, that's like a massacre. There's thousands. <laughs> Diana's just like counting on her fingers and then she just gives up. So how this is going to work is there are going to be two rounds and each of you are going to get to roll for your, your berry hunting. We will take turns. Each of you is going to just roll a d20 to see what kind of berries you're going after, and then you're going to roll a survival check to see if you can find them and how many you can find. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like to imagine we get back in like our twig uniform with like the messy exactly. hair and like the antlers. Yeah. You see the Lucas just putting some of the love mud on his face as Shane is looking on like, "What are you doing?" So like, I'm preparing. You don't even get it, Shane. He goes to like put a little bit on Shane's face, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, I don't. On this? Are you kidding me?" Wow. <laughs> Too good for the mud, I see. That's what I'm talking about. I'm going to give each team a card that's got the kind of berry that you're looking for. And you all are going to have to go and find that. And as soon as you find a certain amount and bring them back, you'll get another card and we'll go through that a few times. Oh, so it's not just a free-for-all. It's not a berry party. It is a berry brigade. Correct. I guess. Sure. Let's go with that. 
because my friend Spring Rider here is very particular about, well, not really, he, he likes all the berries. See, I'm not gonna give you a berry that he doesn't like, but about the timing of these berries, we have specific an order, as you will. You know, if you're, if you're eating a nice fancy meal, there are certain orders that things go in. You have a, you know, an entree before you're, wait, no. I don't eat fancy meals, so I don't know, but I'm gonna give you cards with berries on them and you're gonna go look for them. Go! Berry Blitz! So just roll a flat d20 to see what kind of berry you're looking for first. Uh, I rolled an 18. So with an 18, you were looking for Pasho berries. Go ahead, and as you guys are looking around, you all will be able to, as you're going, just tell me, like, flavor-wise how you're going about looking for these, and we're rolling, and we'll see how successful each individual attempt is, and then if you find berries, we will roll for the number that you get to see how you're doing. But go ahead and give me a survival check. 12 with my... Six mastery or expertise, um, so 18. Do you roll twice because you have advantage because garbage? Oh, oh my gosh, do I need to roll twice? <laughs> oh my okay. God. I love it. Seven. So take that 18. You worth it. Yeah. <laughs> 18, how do you go about this? I think Diane needs to scan the area and see if there are any patches of grass that are like worn down more as if like there have been multiple Pokemon going towards this specific area. And I also think she scans to see if there are Pokemon nearby. Totally. So I think that as you're looking around, you do, you are able to find a path. The tracks that you find are Pokemon that seem to be like rocky ground type. You see that some kind of look like they're rolling, like maybe there was some Geodude around or something because Pasho Berries help Pokemon take half damage from water type attacks. Oh, Aha. nice. But you follow these tracks and you see one or two, like there's some Geodude that when you get there, look like they were in the area and then they just push on the ground with their very muscular arms and shoot themselves off in a different direction. But you come up on this Berry bush. Go ahead and roll. You got an 18, so roll a d10 for the amount of berries. Nine. Nine. Yes! A good haul. A good haul. So you get nine of these Pasho berries. And so after you do that, he gave each of you a card to start with. So you have fulfilled your card. You'll be able to take those back. While you're out and about, go ahead and Pearl roll your d20 to see what kind of berry you're looking for. I rolled in that 20 on a waste, bummer. Ah, I wish it would have been my nature check or my survival check, but it's okay. Maybe I'll get a really cool berry. You are looking for Lepa berries. Lepa! So go ahead and roll your survival check. Okay, not bad, not bad. That is an 18. It's the number of the day. 18, very nice, very nice. Uh, So how do you go after looking for these Lepa berries? I think that with your survival, you're able to track down what looks like some tracks. I think Pearl definitely follows what Diana taught her yesterday and a little bit of following in Diana's footsteps at first. And then she kind of just gets excited and she goes, scouts, scouts, scouts. Oh yeah, parkour. And she just starts hopping on the like the stones and, and then uh, winds up a little too high in a tree. She goes, whoa, how did I get up here? Ooh, look, that looks like my card. And checks the picture and checks the berry and checks the card and checks the picture. And then just kind of falls out of the tree. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, and Lepa Berries restore 10 PP to moves and are activated when Pokemon run out of moves. So you climbed up into this tree and it looked like, from judging from the scratch marks, they look kind of familiar. Look kind of like some of the, uh, not injuries, but some of the uh, 
The marks on this tree are sort of reminiscent of uh, the claws of the manky that you fought yesterday oh, okay. that Anderson had. So seems like Pokemon that are really active are always doing a lot of stuff like these because then they can keep on doing their thing. She puts her hands to the claw mark. She goes, I relate. <laughs> Woo! And she jumps. <laughs> nice. Since you also rolled an 18, go ahead and give me that D10 for your amount of berries. Four. All right. So you have four Lepa berries. And with that, you guys go back to home base where Spring Rider is awaiting. The small spoink looks at y'all's hall and says, Spring! I think it's happy! Seemingly pleased. Yay! So you all had a total of 13 berries when you went to make your deposit with Spring Rider. The spoink looks very pleased and New Dave hands you both your next cards. As you were looking around, you see some of the other piles that have been gathered. Not everybody has put theirs in yet, but you actually, as you're about to leave again, you see Luca and Shane emerging. They don't have a ton of berries. They've got like eight, looks like, between the two of them. You do, however, see as you were coming in, the two kids from the Pokemon Center who seem like they've gotten their act together actually had a lot of berries that they left. They've got like a pile of almost 20. Whoa. Those are some serious players. And then you see uh, the Hot Topic duo and the uh, Chocolate Factory looking kids. Uh, Both had decent sized piles, a little bit less than you, but more than Luca and Shane had. And then you actually see Kinsley and Anderson coming in with uh, a very small amount. They've got like five. So we're ahead of Shane and Luca right now. Yes. Um, Pearl looks, waves her card to Shane, goes, next card. And you all head back into the woods. Yep. (laughs) All right. Diane, roll that d20 to see what kind of berry you're looking for. I rolled a seven. You're looking for orange berries. Sick. I know what those do. That that familiar blue berry that just gives you some HP. Solid. All kinds of Pokemon love these bad boys. You know this. Everybody can use a little extra HP. Go ahead and give me that survival check. They're healthy and nutritious. 14 plus 6, so 20. 20. How do you track down these orange berries? This time, I think I just smell them. I just smell them out. I think that you've had many an orange berry pie, freshly baked by Camper Dave in the cabin. And so you, you know you know orange berries super well. This is a very basic kind of berry, and you immediately, you are able to see the sort of familiar, uh, their leaves on the ground. You pick one up, and it's like, oh, yes, I know this. And you head off, and you find it. You see a big old orange berry tree. Go ahead and roll a D12. Since you rolled a 20 on that. Wow. Okay. One. One. It looks like this orange berry tree has been thoroughly picked over, unfortunately. As the finding of it was easy enough, but you gather that it was not just easy for you. Mm Mm-hmm. But you pluck that one remaining orange berry from the tree, and y'all head off to find Pearl's berries. Roll a d20 to see Uh, what you're looking for. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. You are looking for shucka berries. Shuck, 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 shuck. You are looking for those, and go ahead and roll your survival check. Not one. Not one. Oh, feast oh. or famine. Oof. Hoping our first round was strong enough. Oh, man. What if we got cut? Oh, my God. Pearl says as she just, like, starts wandering in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> what if we're the But Pearl just gets real distracted. Yeah, you get really distracted. You're like, I don't even know what these berries do. Like it just, it, it, it's just a yellow berry. I don't know. I don't even, I don't know what these 
want or eat <gasps> or what's going on. I found them. And it's just totally something not even. That's <laughs> like a yellow leaf. Yeah, exactly. You find two Pecha berries. Okay. Okay. You're like, maybe this is close enough. That looks like it's me, Seely. Oh, don't even. <laughs> I know. Diane trained me. I can totally do this. As you guys are still trying to look around for a little bit, you hear David Parker Park Ranger yell out, all right, we're about, we're about done. Time's almost up. Oh. <laughs> Diane just starts panicking because she's never failed a nature challenge ever. Oh. She has been trained by the best, and she wants David Parker Park Ranger to be very proud of her. <laughs> nice. Um, Diane, is this right? I think I did it. Look, I found two. We got 30 seconds left. You uh, hear from the distance. That's not right, Pearl. Maybe if we present them in a nice way. Who has a basket? Is there a way we could, like, present them cute? You like, have 30 seconds to get to Spring Rider, so. Pearl starts running and is like, we'll make it into a pyramid. Diane's just, like, 30 feet ahead of her. Just, like, <laughs> booking it. Yeah. You make your way back, and let's see how everyone else did. Oh, no. What if we were the ones? Oh, I cannot even handle it. Pearl's sweating profusely. So, you all make your way back, and you are some of the last to arrive as you set down your three berries that you managed to get. And as you put them down, the spoink looks at you like, <laughs> with squinted eyes, and sniffs it, sniffs at the berries, looks at the one sort of pleased, a little sad that there's only one, but still is like, okay, this is what I asked for, and then just looks at the petcha berries, and then looks at you, and then down to the petcha berries, and then back to you, and then down one more time. <laughs> it's the right color, right? Petcha berries are pink. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Keep it. Keep it. This point just sighs. But looking at your total piles with your first round, it looks like you guys still might have ended up middle of the pack. We'll see. Oh. Uh, since you did have a very strong first round. It's okay, Diane. I mean, I think we'll make it through, and then and then we'll really climb our way to the top. The scouts can't fail! Diane just has, like, a paper bag. That is compostable, of course. <laughs> and she's just, like, breathing into this bag, like, panicking. I've never failed before. I'm panicking. New Dave and Spring Rider the Spoint take a moment to count up all of the berry totals, and then he says, All right, so remember... Only the top five teams are going to advance to the next round. In first place, Josiah and Paxton. And you see the two brothers that were like wrestling earlier are like, yeah, dude, that's right. That's what's happening. Yes, yes, yeah. And they just start dabbing and flossing. <laughs> wow, those guys are really cool. I think I took the, I think I didn't understand how cool they were until now, just in this moment when I heard their names. <laughs> dude. Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> They're having a party of two. Oh, I love it. In second place, we have Beetle B and Beetle Bum. <laughs> As the two kids are like, oh, yeah, I forgot to make that so proud. <laughs> Third place. Uh, what is it? Bri? Is it? Is it? You only wrote. Th is it Bree or Bri? It's Bri and L Luna. And you see the Hot Topic duo like, yes but also trying to not care. Oh man, oh man, I'm, I'm really sweaty. I think I need a new shirt. I'm getting nervous. In fourth place, Pearl and <gasps> Diane. Yes! Oh, in your face, Shane! Diane just like gets in the mud and just starts like rolling around like a pig. <laughs> and I imagine that Spoink is like 
I want to be over there. <laughs> <laughs> Sport guys are like, uh, I guess she's all right. I guess she's <laughs> all right. <laughs> and in fifth place, Luca and Shane. Oh, so close, so close. Okay, barely squeaked in there. Nice, 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 nice. And Shane's like, well, you know, I'm sure we'll do better next time. It's just berries. It's not like it was something important like battling, so. Uh, Diane, like, Pearl just has to, like, hold Diane back. <laughs> oh, yes. D don't give in. He's not even worth it, I promise you. What did you say, punk? Huh? Wait, who are you? He always he does this. <laughs> Danny. Wow. But, like, with an eye? My name's Diane. I was close enough. You are not close enough, and you are not cool. Not cool, man. Not cool. You just wait our Pokemon. Oh, you don't even know it. I've been training for this my whole life. You don't even... You, nature, you don't even like... Uh. You see uh, the other teams a little bit dejected as they're like, oh, man, we didn't make it. You see uh, Kinsley and Anderson were like, oh, that's okay. We were kind of just doing this for funsies anyway. And David Parker Park Ranger says, if you did not advance, you're still cool. Don't worry. It's all right. <laughs> you can still, down the road, you, you, you can hone your skills and still apply if you want to be a Kanoko Pokemon Ranger someday. Don't let this discourage you. Only let it encourage you to be better. Oh. But the rest of you, who are good enough already. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, like, puts her hand over her heart is like, he's talking about me. I'm good enough. Aww. <laughs> It's time to move on to the next challenge. Follow me! We're so ready for this, Diane. I know we had a rocky-ish start, but it's in us. It's in our blood, it's in our bones, it's in our nature. I breathe all the time. I am nature. You breathe all the time? Yeah. <sighs> I love it. Yeah. Breathe, nature. <laughs> Let it fill your lungs. Eat it, breathe it, be it. <laughs> he says, follow me, and you all follow New Dave. Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our splendiferous partner, Dice Envy. You stuck at home? You bored? You want to play some games? You need dice for those games? If you answered yes to these questions, have I got a deal for you. You can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com QuestCo or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to give us a boost, please go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. 
If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Questco Jr. You can also hang out with us in our Questco Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast. So please, if you enjoy the show, let other people, like, I don't know, your close friends, know. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Questco Jr. or hashtag Postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Speaking of fan art, we had some really great stuff come in this week. Thank you to Gentleman Luke at Coltreg on Twitter for making some amazing Kanoko Ranger patches, Razor Leaf and Willy Warple's Chocolate Factory logos, and more. Thank you to Fisher Peach at Peach Doodles on Twitter for doing a fabulous piece of crossover art from our guest episodes on Abby and Friends. And thank you to new honorific incoming fairy tale girl MB at M Burgundy on Instagram for an incredible piece featuring Pearl and Diane along with Coconut and Garbage. If you haven't seen those, go check them out on our Instagram and Twitter or in the fan art gallery on the website. Or you can hop in the Discord and see all this good art as soon as people post it. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high quality content that's fun for the whole family. This week, we want to highlight some friends of ours. You know them, you love them. It's just the zoo of us. Join Christian and Ellen Weatherford on this lovely podcast where each host selects one animal species submitted by a listener to research, review, and rate out of 10 in the categories of effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Obviously. You can hear the Just the Zoo of Us promo at the end of these announcements. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the fabulous artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thanks to Glitch X City for a bunch of music this week. Pokemon Center themed Lo-Fi Lullaby Remix, Diamond and Pearl Eterna Forest Lo-Fi Remix, Sinnoh's Eterna Forest Remix, Red and Blue SSN Remix, and Mystery Dungeon Sea of Time Remix versions 1 and 2. Thank you to Andrew Huang for the song Club. Thanks to Pokerus Project for the song New Horizons. Thank you to Rosovian for the song Spume C. And thank you to Kyle Preston for the song Broken Photosynthesis. And as always, thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to the junior... No, whoa, no, it's not the, it's not the junior ranger competition. What, what is it? Hey, everybody. It's Pearl again. What, what is this singing? And I took over the mic. I, Wash I'm, I'm, your hands. I'm the host of this contest. What are you doing? Hey, be nice to people. Come on, Dave. Sing along. Be, be nice to and people. Just know, just know we're going to make it out of March and April. What, what was that song? It's called the I Took Over the Mic Again song, Dave. Well, all right. Thank you for joining us here on Quest Company Jr. Love you guys. Be nice and wash your hands. Hey there, new friends. This is Ellen Weatherford. Do you like animals? Do you enjoy arbitrarily rating things out of 10? Can you tolerate puns? If so, join me and my husband Christian over at Just the Zoo of Us for a weekly review of your favorite animal species. Just the Zoo of Us is available on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast apps. You can find us at anchor.fm slash just the zoo of us. See you soon.
You are now closer to the waterfront, and you see the next competition has been set up. He says, all right, it's time for the next portion of the Junior Ranger competition. The water race. Ooh. Diane just, like, looks over at Pearl and is like, uh-oh. <laughs> Don't worry, I've been raised literally on the sea. Okay. For this challenge, each of you will be able to use one of your Pokemon from your team of three. So choose wisely. Seely. Each of you. Let me explain the rules really quick. Seely. <laughs> um, Seely just immediately starts pulling up her inner tube. Like, we're not even, yeah. We have a race course set out in front of you, and you see there's a bunch of, like, buoys in the water. Each of your teams will get on these funky little boards here. So you see these funky, like, surfboard, paddleboard looking things. They look like they're big enough for, you know, two trainers and a Pokemon to stand on. And you see that there's a sort of harness attached to each one. He says, on each team, there will be two trainers riding on the boards along with one Pokemon. And one Pokemon will be pulling the boards. So you will have to choose amongst yourselves who will be your attacker slash defender hanging out on the board. And who will be pulling the board. Oh. And the pulling one would probably need to be strong? Strong or a water type, one of the two. Like, if you've got something that can just swim or pull around your board, then super cool. But also, one that can just interfere and totally wreck shop on everyone else. Okay. I pick Marsh Stomp. Okay. Great. Pulling or attacking? Pulling. Great. Um, well, now I'm kind of confused. I thought Steely would be good. What do you think? Maybe I should do Fanta. For attacking water type Pokemon, shouldn't we use an electric type? Oh, yeah, sure, good idea. Coco. Beep, beep. I put Coco on the paddleboard just to see if Coconut will sink this paddleboard first and foremost. <laughs> it's on the sand right now. Like, you're going to have to pull it out into the water, but you see that the sand does kind of sink a little bit. And we are attacking water types? Theoretically, if people choose water types for their pullers. It's whoever they want it to be. Correct. Uh, now, Pearl has the trait. Of one of my specializations is a swimmer. What does that mean again? Swimmer is that you have a swim speed equal to your movement speed, and you add a plus one bonus to all skill checks made by any of your water Pokemon. I think that in this instance, if you want, you can apply that to, like, if Marshtomp is pulling, I'll allow that. Since Great. it's going to be, like, a check to to pull. And, like, I'm swimming with it, right? So, like, that makes sense. You're theoretically, like, like you're on the board, but since, yeah, since this is a water competition, then totally. Okay, great. I love that. It's a situation where it allows that feature to be useful, so I'll give it to you. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. Are you ready? Pikachu. I think you're going to have fun. Pikachu. So the five teams all line up and actually start pulling into the water a little bit. I imagine our board is really cute, too. Absolutely. And Ooh. I've just, like, rubbed mud. Mud. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking it. that, too. <laughs> this will give us extra speed. As you see the other trainers that are lining up, you see that Josiah and Paxton are on their board, and uh, there is an Azuril, this tiny, tiny little Pokemon uh, that's blue, and it's got this poofy little tail that is going to try and pull their board. It's very small. And then there is an Elekid hanging out with them on the board. Cool. This cool black and yellow little guy with a power plug sticking out of its head. You see that... Luca and Shane went over to their board, and Luca was like, uh, how about you know, Tufus, you know? And then Shane's like, or we could use this. And he pulls a ball off of his belt, and he releases his Pokemon, and a cloister comes out. This <laughs> very large, spiky purple shell Pokemon with this just, like, also smug grin pops into the water. 
and Shane like takes the points of the harness and puts them like on two of the spikes and Cloyster like closes its shell. Like it's it's like a big wheel almost in front of their board as it spins forward. Oh, that's like the mermaids they put on the front of the big ships. That thing is intense, like cannon fodder. Checks out though. Yeah, that makes sense. You see uh, Beetle Bee and Beetle Bum have got the Emolga hanging out on the board and then a Poliwag pulling. Hot Topic duo, Brian and Luna have uh, Skitty up top and mm. then they have a Star U pulling them. Oh, cool. And you just sort of survey the field as everyone starts getting ready. And New Dave says, all right, now my buddy Sandbox here. And he lets out a trap inch from a Pokeball. <gasps> I love Trap in. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out that I had no idea that she, A, would love uh, New Dave as much as she does, and was, that B, he was going to have a team that she was so about. I had no idea. Uh, yeah, I didn't plan any of this, and I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, my buddy Sandbox here loves flags. Flags are great. So you all are gonna try to collect as many flags as you can as you're racing around. Essentially, you'll be able to uh, collect one at each sort of checkpoint that you make it to as you go around this lovely race course that we've set up out in the water there. Don't worry, New Dave, the scouts have got this. Yeah. I'm sure you do. So you all are going to try to grab as many flags as you can. Whoever gets back here first with all of their flags will be victorious and we will do that whoever the top four teams are are going to advance to the next round. Does this make sense? Yes. Is yes. this just super clear? Yes. Great. I don't talk to people a lot because I'm always out in nature, so sometimes I'm very unclear when I'm speaking about rules. Clear as mud. <laughs> I love mud. So mechanically, what you guys are going to do, the Pokemon who is pulling the board is going to each round roll a d6 for okay. the amount of spaces that you are going to go on my lovely little grid that I have here. Okay. I have it set up like this just as a visual aid because otherwise I'll get totally lost. Listeners, I'll try to make sure you know what's going on and where everybody's at. So you'll roll the d6. I'll give you a plus one. It's a little more powerful than uh, what this technically is because Pearl's swimmer trait is usually for ability checks and stuff. But Marsh Tomp is actually quite strong, I think. And coupled with that, I'll give you a plus one on whatever, whatever your d6 is. This is fine. Okay. So you are going to do that. And then the attacker slash defender can choose either to defend against other teams who might try to come after you. Or you can try to attack one of the other racers to try and give them disadvantage, essentially, on their racing rolls. Oh. Yeah, so anytime you are trying to go after one of the other racers, you will attack against their AC, or if you are defending, if anyone is trying to attack you, you'll cause disadvantage for their attack. And if you do manage to interfere with another racer, you roll a D4 to determine how many spaces you remove from their progress. So as we set up on our little grid here, I'm going to pull out some of my very, very good, terrible eBay off-brand uh, Pokemon minis <laughs> to, to keep track of everybody. So let's see. So we'll let this little guy that's next to you, it's a bad Vibrava mini. We'll let that be the Hot Topic squad. I've actually got a Poliwag here, so that can represent Beetle Bee and Beetle Bum. I've got a Meryl Mini here that's actually not one of the worst things that I've ever seen. That can represent Josiah and Paxton and their Azuril. 
the Vibrava standing in for Staryu. And then for Luca and Shane. Oh, just kidding. There is an Azrael in there. Its tail is round and it can't stand up, so it's just going to kind of lay there. And then for Luca and Shane, I'm just going to use this. Oh, it looks like it's in such misery, but it's big and purple, so it'll do this wheezing. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so very bad. It looks like a just piece of melted plastic. <laughs> All right. Everyone set. Ready. Ready. Get after it then. Woo! And you all take off. Marsh Tom just woof, pulling you forward. So, Diane, go ahead and roll a D6 for how many spaces you'll move on this first turn. Huh. Six. Whoa. 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 That's what I like. We'll give you that plus one that I talked about. So seven. Wow. And then I will roll for the other ones. But first, do you want to attack or defend? I think we'll defend. So you are going to defend against any assault on Marsh Tom. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Let's see here. Because that's just too much of a good lead. Good start. So you have gone up seven spaces. Uh, I'll sort of establish how far everybody's going initially before we see if anybody gets knocked back at all. So next up, I will roll for the Hot Topic duo, Brian Luna. They're moving up four. The Chocolate Factory twins, three. Josiah and Paxton. <laughs> The Azrael is so small, but it is surprisingly fast. Maybe because they're all just very small, but yeah. it goes six paces. Whoa. And then Luca and Shane. No. This cloister just starts spinning like a just a wheel in the water. Bursts forward and also moves forward six spaces. You guys are defending. The Hot Topic twins are definitely going to try to attack you. Chocolate Factory twins are going to try to get Josiah and Paxton. And Luca and Shane are going to defend. Luca has got L out right now, and she's just sort of standing claws at the ready. Pearl yells, Avast ye! <laughs> That's just pirate talk, Diane. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Arg! You teach me so much. <laughs> Don't let them get us, Coco. Stand strong. Beaker! Batten down the hatches! And Josiah and Paxton, because why would you ever defend, are going to just, uh... Attack Luca and Shane because they're closest. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. So as you all defend, from a distance, Skitty is going to try to use Swift to slow down Marsh Tomp. You are causing disadvantage because you are defending. That's only a 13 total to hit, Marsh Tomp. What's Marsh Tomp's AC? Uh, 14. 14. Oh, yes. So Coconut is able to, like, thundershock the Swift, the, these little stars that boom, 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 this Skitty shoots out, just thundershocks him out of the way. Awesome. Then the Emolga is going to try and use a electric type attack on the Azuril, and it's just going to get a flat roll because they're not defending. That's a 17. <laughs> so they're going to get knocked back a little bit as they move back two spaces as the Chocolate Factory twins are able to slow down Josiah and Paxton while they're preoccupied with attempting to attack uh, Luca and Shane. The Azuril sort of gets uh, paralyzed for a slight moment and falls back a bit. They, as that's happening, are attempting to hit Luca and Shane as Elekid shoots out a thunderbolt at Cloyster, and it hits Cloyster directly to no effect. Oh. <laughs> as this rolling ball of shell and spikes just does not notice or care. That old sea dog, Pearl whispers. So then, with that, there's been a total of seven spaces moved up, so you guys are in first, so you get Woo. two flags wow. as you are oh. running along your way. That's what I'm talking about. And then each other team gets one. 
as basically as this is going, the amount of spaces that are being moved up is how many flags are available. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, so whoever's in first is going to get two, and then from that, whatever's left is how many we uh, can get from there. That brings us to the second round. Heave ho, scouts! Keep kicking! Avasti, scurvy dogs! Did I do it right? That was totally it. Roll that d6. Six! Yes! 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 <laughs> six! So you get to move that seventh space. Oh! Us. I think defend again. Yeah? Okay. All right, so Coconut's going to remain in his defensive stance. Hot Topic Squad is going to go six, actually, as from being toward the back of the pack, they're able to make pretty good progress sneaking up on y'all as you all are going in this winding course of buoys and flags making your way around. Chocolate Factory Twins are next. They move up five, regaining ground that they were not doing so hot with. Then Josiah and Paxton are going to try to get it together. They like were like, oh, come on, dude. What are you doing? Dude, get it together. Go! In their distraction, they only move forward one space. <laughs> then it's Luca and Shane's turn. They move forward four spaces. And the Hot Topic twins are going to continue coming after y'all. And so are the Chocolate Factory twins. The closest far ahead group to Josiah and Paxton is still Luca and Shane, so they're gonna keep trying as they're just like, go! Their very small Pokemon that's pulling their board is, is trying its darndest. <laughs> but you all are defending, so first of all, the Skitty's gonna try for another swift attack. Brace your cutlass, Coco! Pika! <laughs> Pika! I don't know, maybe brace the booty. Pika! <laughs> they're rolling with disadvantage because you're defending. A two and an eight will not do it, as once again, Coconut is able to knock the attack out of the way. Yo ho ho, back off! Keep moving forward, Marsh Stomp! That was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I I will point out that just like the 3D sprites from the games, Marsh Stomp just has these eyes that just seem to be staring into some sort of void, just perpetually, (laughs) perpetually straight forward at who knows what. But I digress. It's now the Chocolate Factory Twins' turn, as they're also going to come after you guys. This small electric flying squirrel-looking Pokemon, this Emolga, sorts gliding forward ahead of their board and goes to hit Marshtomp with a electric-type attack. Ooh, there was a nat 20, but then the other one was a 12. Oh, it's at disadvantage. Oh, so that's good, yeah? Yeah, so it was a 12. (gasps) Oh, shiver me timbers. As the Thundershock actually connects with Marsh Tomp, but due to its half ground typing, electric type attacks do not really affect it. That's why I picked her. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. We're doing great. Keep it up, team. I just imagine that Diane just like pats Marsh Tomp lightly. Yes. <laughs> just leans forward and gets a little bit and just. <laughs> <laughs> then Josiah and Paxton are going to attempt to get Luca and Shane. Nope, they're just they're just too far behind at this oh, point to wow. really be able to do anything effectively. They were thriving so well. With two 11s, the electric type attacks just shoot forward from Elekid, but it's like not even able to quite reach as Cloyster just keeps pounding on ahead. Mm, hate to see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you hate to see it. You really do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see it. We're that far ahead. Eyes on the prize, Pearl. As we snag two more flags. As... It's then Shane and Lucas' turn. They're sort of surveying the situation and seeing that they are very close to where you guys are. And Lucas like, oh, quick attack. (gasps) Son of a biscuit eater. 
and she like is she so fast she almost looks like she teleports off of their board and toward Marshtomp and goes to swipe before swooping back. Oof, but due to the disadvantage, again, Coconut is able to defend as he sort of belly bumps her out of the way and then lands back on the board as she has to swim back to their board a little bit after that failed attempt of an attack. I love you, you beautiful mouse. <laughs> Just loving that paddle board life, who knew? <laughs> so with where we are at, you guys get another two flags and then there are five flags that are left available. So Luca and Shane will get two because they're closest up and then the rest will get one each. You guys are very close to the end actually and there is just the one flag left. So essentially whoever is in the lead at the end of this round is gonna nab this last flag. Roll your D6, Diane. Give me the big money. <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh, a but we one. do get plus one, right? Yeah, so you move forward too. <laughs> okay. So Woo. you guys are getting very close to the finish line as you see I assume the others are going to start gaining some ground. We'll find mm -hmm. out. Oh, gosh, guys. The Hot Topic duo rolls a three as they are doing all right, but it's just you guys got enough momentum early on that even with this a bit of a slowdown, Marsh Tomp is, I think, getting a little jittery toward the end and getting a little distracted as far as like, oh, we're so close, we're so close, but then losing track of actually just keeping going is like looking over at some of the other ones rather than just looking ahead, which is never a thing. <laughs> Marsh Tomp always just looks straight ahead. <laughs> but in this, in this moment, she's a little distracted. Then the Chocolate Factory twins... Only rolled a one. As their polywag's just getting tired. There's Ooh. a lot to there's a lot to pull there. Really just got one more threat left. Josiah and Paxton also rolled a one. <laughs> Poor guys, they did so well the first time. Mm. Eyes on the prize team, keep going! And then Luca and Shane rolled a four as they very quickly start gaining ground on you all. Now, what did you say that you were doing with coconut? An attack. Coconut's doing an attack. All right, I think that Coconut's doing an attack uh, on Shane and Luca, I assume. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And they're currently like just one space ahead of us right now. Correct. Okay. They, they are, they've caught up to you at this point and they look like they're about to start pulling ahead. The Hot Topic twins are gonna try to get after you because you guys are right next to them. And then we'll see what the other two do. They're probably just gonna try to attack the Hot Topic twins because they're very far behind right now. So first off, you try and attack Cloyster. Okay, we're gonna do a Thundershock, and I rolled a 23. A 23, wow. So Cloyster has a very high AC, but it's not a 23. Okay. As this Thundershock actually lands and hits this Pokemon, and you see the wheel slows for a moment as you are able to stop it. Go ahead and roll a D4, and that's how many spaces you're gonna stop them from going. Four. Oh, yes, no matter what, that felt good. <laughs> get lit, get wrecked. <laughs> Pearl just says, oh, yeah, arg. As that's going on, Skitty's going to try for one last attempt to hit Marshtomp with no disadvantage this time because nobody's defending. That's a total of 15. <gasps> no. No. So this time the swift attack does actually land. Coconut's not able to get in the way and stop it. And you move back one space. And then since the Hot Topic duo is the ones who are closest to the Chocolate Factory twins, just lane-wise, they're gonna go after them. Emolga's gonna glide forward and attempt to stop the star you. Nat one does not do it. Ooh, swing and a miss. As Emolga actually just ends up like 
going to try and do like a dive bomb kind of thing, but then just accidentally just hits the water. And then in a last ditch effort, <laughs> Josiah's just going to pick up his Elekid and just throw him forward <laughs> <laughs> uh, to try and stop. I'm just going to roll to see who it is. <laughs> you guys are one and two. There are three and four. There are five and six. One. So they're coming after you. As with a random roll, the Ella kid just looks down at Marsh Top and just hopes to try to land an attack. Another nat one. Woo! Woo! Thank goodness. That could have gotten really bad for us. As a powerful thunderbolt unleashes from the plugs on the Ella kid's head and hits Marsh Top, who doesn't care, and Ella kid just falls in the water. Aww. Aww. Hate to see it. <laughs> what? I loved it. <laughs> you guys are technically tied right now. You were able to keep Luca and Shane from pulling ahead as you all are crossing the finish line trying to grab this very last flag. And Bri and Luna, the Hot Topic duo, are reaching out for it as well. Who wants to do the roll off to see who gets the flag? Yes, Megan. Yes. Are we, what are we rolling? All right, we'll do, we'll do a D6. Does our plus one still count? This is just a flat roll-off. Okay. Six. Oh, they had a five. Oh, yes. Wow. We can paint with all the colors of the wind just around the riverbend. Push, push. And Marsh Tomp regains her focus as she, with her dead eyes, just looks directly ahead once again and just floors it. You snag the last flag as you cross the finish line. Yes closely followed by Bri and Luna, and then soon after, Shane and Luca come in on Cloyster, and then in fourth place, barely squeaking it out, the Chocolate Factory twins, Beetle B and Beetle Bum. <laughs> As Josiah and Paxton are just now wrestling with each other on their board once again, you see that they've <laughs> fallen into the water. <laughs> and they're gradually making their way back to the shore. Dave, look at all the flags! Will you love me now? No! <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. But show me the flags. And you all hold up your flag totals. How many did you guys have? Five. Great. So with the flag totals, you guys ended up in first. Luca and Shane still managed to get second because of their flags. Oh. Followed by Brian Luna. And then that last one. barely squeaking in that fourth place, Beetle B and Beetle Bum. You did great on the water. I think you would love a cruise. You know what? I think you're right. Maybe I'll take you up on that one day. Oh, you totally will. Here. And I give you the coupon code. <laughs> oh, thanks. Anytime, I give them out to everybody. Oh, so I'm not special? Oh, un contraire. You'll use the code, but then I'll pick your room. <gasps> It'll be right next to mine. Deal. <laughs> As this is happening, New Dave is just handing the flags to Trap Inch, who is just like chewing on them with its very, very large pointy mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> Not eating them, but just <laughs> chewing on them. <laughs> Sandbox approves. I already told you what order everybody came in, so good job. Hey, get, hey uh, Josiah Paxton, you're, you're out. They don't hear him. <laughs> All right, so the final four teams make it to our last part of the competition. I'm ready. Pearl starts to retie her shoes. Follow David Parker, Park Ranger. Gladly. And you all go back to the more wooded area following after. Oh, thank God. And Diane just starts rolling in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> so you all follow New Dave back to the wooded area, back where the stage was initially near the bridge. And he goes up on the stage once more, this time with Jungle Jim following behind him again. 
He says, all right, the final four teams. Excellent, excellent. I've got something very special planned for you. It's, it's what I look forward to the most in these Junior Ranger competitions. It's time for the hunt. <gasps> oh, is this a good thing or a bad thing? I'm so ready! Each of your teams is going to be tracking down a Pokemon. Ooh. The kicker is that you must bring this Pokemon back up front to me without capturing it in a Pokeball. <gasps> you must <gasps> subdue, befriend, whatever you gotta do to bring it back here to me. Heck, if it just just chases you, I, I don't care, but you gotta bring it back here. You can't catch it in a Pokeball. By whatever means you see fit. Oh, we've got this. I'm going to send a member of my team to watch over each of you and make sure there's no funny business while you're in the labyrinth. Wait, did you say the labyrinth? Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, it's, it's more of a, it's really hard to explain, so I've just, I've just started calling this scenario the labyrinth. You'll, you'll, you'll understand. It's, it, it's weird, but just be cool. Question. Yes, Diane. Is David Bowie involved? <laughs> no, just David Bucker Buck Ranger. Acceptable. So looking at the four teams, I'm just going to ask you which member of New Dave's team you would like to supervise you. Like walk with us? Yeah. Which one you would like to walk with you, essentially, and make sure that you're not up to any funny business. He puts out his three other Pokemon. So there's Jungle Gym. There is Sandbox the Trap Inch. There's Spring Rider the Spoink. And then there's Merry Go Round the Spinda. <gasps> Spinda. 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 Come with us, Sister Spinda. Great. So the Spinda sort of wobbles her way over to you. <gasps> sister, Sister Spinda Scout. Scout, Sister Spinda. Sister, Sister. How about SSS? <gasps> SS. Pearl just can't stop. Boat stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so then, Merry Go Round the Spinda goes with you. The Trap Inch goes with Luca and Shane. The Spoink will be with the Chocolate Factory twins. And then Jungle Jim, the Tangrowth, will watch over the Hot Topic duo, Brian Luna. All right. Each duo will have their own specific assigned Pokemon. Again, these are Pokemon who are highly dangerous. They're like super dangerous, guys. So just know that. As part of being a Pokemon Ranger, you must be able to subdue Pokemon threats. I mean, like, be cool about it. I, I know I said whatever means, but also we all know the intent of what's going on here, so, like, be cool. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I almost started a fire once. Good call. So this is the kind of thing you're trying to stop because these are things that these Pokemon are dangerous and things that they might do. Just as an example, a fire, yeah, sure. I mean, who would ever, why would anyone ever want to start a forest fire? I have no idea. The ghost of Ursaring. Like, the, <laughs> yeah. the image of Ursaring just, like, pops up into your mind. <laughs> You okay? Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, not a naughty, no, not another year on the naughty list. Pearl, with your passive perception, you see, <laughs> you see Smokey, like, poke around a tree with, like, a furrowed brow, and then a human hand reaches around the tree and pulls him back. <laughs> <laughs> a very fluffy hand. <laughs> Let's just say I'm on the watch list. All right. I'm going to hand each of you a card with your Pokemon that you're going to be trekking down. Ooh. Who wants to roll a D4 for me? Guest, 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 guest. Ooh, here we go. Two. 
You draw the card from the deck. You are tracking down an Agron. <gasps> a big, nasty metal beast. You glance around and you see the other teams reacting to the cards that they've gotten. Some like, okay, yeah, that that's doable. And then others are like, oh boy. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Pearl? Yeah? We're gonna have our work cut out for us. You can say that again. Now that everyone has their cards and their assigned Pokemon to bring back here, are you prepared to enter the labyrinth? Woo! Labyrinth Smatherinth! Excellent. Jungle Jim, do your thing. And you see this Tangrowth begin to unravel, in uh, a sense. <laughs> what? Hate that. It's not that there seems to be less of where it is, but just a sort of unending tangle of vines and branches and leaves just comes out as this thing continually somehow just always has more and more vine to unleash as it becomes this terrible structure in front of you and around you as you all are sort of engulfed in these vines. Each of the teams actually ends up being separated in a different part of this labyrinth. This is cool. This is awesome. This is like Groot, but like, yeah, I don't know, like a, a weird, scary version of Groot. <laughs> Megan is horrified, <laughs> um, but Diana's like, the beauty of nature. <laughs> As Jungle Jim continues to unravel and form this structure, you see that it doesn't seem like it's technically a labyrinth. Like it's not, it doesn't look like a maze where you were in the Bolette City Gym underground and everything, but there is just, it's like there was an entire forest contained within this Pokemon that you have now been encapsulated in. And you can see just a pair of eyes looking from above that are very familiar as they were the eyes of the Tangrowth as they then blink away and you hear the voice of Luna like, oh no, as <laughs> you assume that the eyes are probably looking at them now. <laughs> as you all now find yourselves in a forest contained within Jungle Gym, the Tangrowth, you begin your search to track down this Agron. And that's where we're gonna end this episode. Wow. Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners? Podicon Go is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit podicongo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows, complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N. Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go! 
listening to Postcards from Paul and Crush Camping Junior.